The IDP Pro Players Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. And right now when you bet $100 at WinBet, you get a $100 free bet on the house. So head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome back to the IDP Pros Podcast. My name is Johnny the Greek. I am joined with the senior IDP analyst and a good personal friend, the IDP tipster himself, Mr. Gary Van Dyke. Gary, what's happening, man? We're into week 12. Time is flying. Yeah, it has, and it does every season, and now everybody's sitting here ready for these playoffs, man. You're either in or you're out. Yes, sir. No doubt. Before we get into things, we want to let you know we're also brought to you by the SGPN Thanksgiving pre-roll. Everyone who hits a football bingo in our contest will win $100 in cash and a $100 gift card to the SGPN store. This is exclusively on the SGPN app. Let's do it. Starting with the AFC and NFC North, we'll start with the Bears, where... There's another week of Jack Sanborn, 95% of steps, another good production game. That's been a really nice waiver wire linebacker. I did see something that I thought might have uh, struck your fancy here. Mr. Robinson, 89% of snaps at defensive line. Uh, Any interest there or anything else on the Bears? I brought him up before, I believe, in an article probably here on the pod. Um, You know, he really busted out week one when he had the opportunity because of some injuries to start. And uh, he looked pretty good. I think as a dynasty stash, yeah, definitely somebody to keep your eye on. Yeah, I'm with you on that. And just that's a massive amount of snaps for a defensive end. And uh, you it's know. over. It's over Gibson, which I think he's a second year guy coming in. He had a good year. Maybe he was a third year guy, but he had a good year last year. And he just hadn't done shit. But every time this rookie gets in there, he uh, usually makes a little bit of noise. Yep, so we'll keep an eye on it. If uh, if the snaps stay that high, that's a good waiver wire guy. All right, let's move it on to the Bengals. They had a nice win against the Steelers this week. Back to business as usual. Logan Wilson, 100% of snaps. Jermaine Pratt, 64. Akeem Davis-Gaither, nowhere to be seen. Didn't see anything out of the ordinary. You got anything on the Bengals? A little bit less snaps than I was expecting for Pratt. Uh, I would have thought that he still would have got around that 80% or something. So something to keep an eye on, especially against the Steelers in a divisional game. Yes, sir. If it drops drastically, we will ring the alarm bells. But uh, all right, Lions. Uh, so I was at this game. It was awesome. It was uh, did not go how I thought it was going to go. It was a massacre by the Lions instead of a Giants win. So that was nice. Couple things happened here. Most of it's on the Giants side with the injuries, but we did see Will Harris as the third safety played 97% of snaps for the Lions this week. That's the second or third week in a row. Are you trusting this at all yet? The Will Harris uh, train here? Yeah, I'll go ahead at least for this week. I'll, I'll use them. I like the overall matchup in the secondary. I, I, I think I've seen enough out of his snaps over the last couple of weeks that uh, I, I like it. Two, I believe he's playing some cornerback, too. Uh, I'm not sure if he did that in a game or how that looked. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if you're if you're desperate enough that you actually searched Will Harris, there Ooh. it is. 
Right, and Jeff Akuda is uh, doubtful for this week with the concussion, so there's a good chance Harris will be in there anyway. They got the Bills. That's a great matchup. I was thinking that Jacobs might be a good play at corner up there. Right, he should get some snaps this week as well. So uh, good matchup for them indoors against Buffalo. Beyond that, we got some weird stuff with Malcolm Rodriguez and Derek Barnes. Rodriguez played 37% of snaps, Barnes 47. So it's kind of like they split the role. Was there an injury I missed there to Rodriguez or something? Or do you have any idea why that was? I would realistically think it's just he's had this elbow injury. Why bring him back? You know, I mean, apparently getting Barnes off the field during, you know, the passing downs or something and using Rod- Rodriguez with their secondary guys. I mean, they, the secondary is actually uh, chiming pretty well. Everybody back there is getting their portion of the pie. So, but I, I just think they're not rushing him back. Period. And yep. I actually put it in my app. Don't uh, don't use him this week. Don't trust it. No, yeah, definitely. I'd stay away from him and Barnes this week. Uh, Anselm was okay though. Ninety-five percent of snaps. Too. He, he's got a good matchup. Oh yeah, good call. What I wanted to add is there's not being a bunch of buys going on this week you know hopefully you're not digging this deep for rodriguez to begin with um hopefully you have some better options waiver wire i'm with you right we do have all the teams this week so you should be okay uh so that is the lions we'll move it on to the browns where we got a total dumpster fire here jeremiah usu koromoa 95 of snaps taki taki 89 which that that's normal that feels safe Deion jones though 12 percent Gary, what the hell? I'll tell you, have you looked at his details of his contract? I brought it up in one of the articles that's just being published. With the deal that they made with Atlanta, uh, Jones is a free agent next year, and we can pretty well say he's not going to get paid like he once got paid a few years back with Atlanta. He's just not that same player. And, I mean, I'm not going to compare this guy to a Corey Littleton situation or nothing like that, but, I mean, I think it's very possible that we see Jones Somewhere else next year, with if JOK is healthy and Taki Taki is still, he's getting the job done and he looks good doing it. Jones is going to get an opportunity somewhere to get paid elsewhere, you know, get another little decent payday. I'm not sure that'll be with the Browns. I think this was, you know, how many how many linebackers have they gone through? Yep, right. And then the issue is, we know Taki Taki is pretty pretty much safe, but the other two seem to fluctuate randomly. Well, hopefully it's just JOK and Taki Taki headed in in the next season. But JOK has got to stay on the field. And he's kind of, I don't know, bounced around in his performance level, I think. That is true. So that's the big news out of Cleveland. Uh, I would say this week here, you can trust Taki Taki. But beyond that, it's a coin flip. Who the hell is going to be the other linebacker? Packers. Uh, Quay Walker, only 86% of snaps this week. I did see he had the questionable tag, though. So. Probably just still a little dinged up. Chris Barnes, 67%. Isaiah McDuffie, 12%. Jonathan Abram, 1%. So uh, thoughts on all that? Yeah, if if Campbell is out, I am not substituting him for any uh, for Barnes, and I'm not doing it for Walker either. Basically, if those two aren't in, I'm out. There's no reason to push it this week. That's true. Good call there. Beyond that, status quo for the Packers, but the uh, Little shenanigans at linebacker. Hopefully Campbell just gets back soon and we can get back to the status quo. Moving on to the Ravens, where we got our first week of 100% of snaps for both Patrick Queen and Roquan Smith. They both had really good games. Uh, thoughts on that? Well, talked about it a little bit, wrote about it, kind of hinted. 
sometimes you get lucky. And I was saying that it's a very good possibility that we see a complete switch from what they used to do with just a part-time second inside linebacker and doing the right thing. I mean, Patrick Queen, if there's one thing that he was good at, it's in coverage. You know, he's got coverage like a beast. You know, there's no reason for them not to have their best personnel on. They made the adjustments. I think we're going to see these 100% snaps apiece going forward. There's no reason to doubt that. It's probably going to take a little bite out of like Chuck Clark. Of course, he's not had the best year. Uh, I think Marcus Williams is still lingering. Kyle Hamilton's hurt at the moment, I think. He's actually really, I guess, picked up his game when he has had the opportunity. We're not seeing that same guy we did back in the preseason, but I think they pretty well just made their point. They're putting their they, – they're not really known to throw the rookies into the, the fire to begin with, full force. So this isn't surprising. That, but this is, this is a major impact. This is a big deal. This is giving us an entire team that for the last 10 years that I can think of – We've only got one serviceable inside linebacker play off of the squad. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, when at a time and a point when we usually are losing more because guys are doing more snaps, we're actually gaining. True. Yeah, it's only been C.J. C. Mosley for them for the last like decade, and now we got two guys. So that's a great point. What What's your thoughts on Justin Houston? He's been a hot commodity because you know he's been putting up numbers. He's only playing forty four percent of snaps though. That's going to catch up with him at some point. I can cover it in a nutshell, really. It's just all of a sudden, like JPP, he got snaps that he hadn't had the prior two weeks when Houston did have the snaps and was producing. That second-year guy, Oway, I mean, he he dropped way down. You know, he, he's been kind of playing injured there coming off of last year. I think it's been lingering, and he hadn't been 100%. But either way, they're just rotating these uh, veterans and Bowser. So right now it's kind of a turkey shoot if you – pick jpp this week it's going to be houston next week right that's true that's true i i just you know the playing time's not great and yeah i'm looking at the numbers here so going back to september 11th he's had a sack every week and most of those weeks two sacks that's not sustainable that's not how this works you you don't get two sacks a week unless you're matt judon it just doesn't work like that yeah they just they got a hold of a couple of veterans i i can't believe they actually I thought Houston was out of the picture a while back, actually, when they signed JPP. But this is pretty interesting that they're heading into the you know second half of the season here with two you know known veterans. If you can rotate them like this, it, it's going to be good for Baltimore. Definitely. So just proceed with caution on that. Okay, Vikings, who got the living shit blown out of them this week. Everyone played, though. They were supposed to accept the starters to get some rest in the fourth quarter because the game was over. Zedaria Smith was the preeminent example of that at 35% of snaps only this week. He's been dinged up, though. I liked it to Bynum, the free safety. He got a nice little bit of production. It actually was a great matchup, and I had Harrison Smith in my uh, DraftKings IDP prop, so I got that one. I actually hit all three. Uh, The one, they left Isaiah Boggs for the Detroit Lions. Mm -hmm. They had him for uh, .75 of a sack. The guy hadn't had a sack all year. He's an inside, he's an inside run stopper stopper. And he hit last week for me. I couldn't believe I actually had him there again. So uh, I went ahead and ran with that. I hit on the Lorenzo Carter, man. I like that matchup for, for Atlanta. And he hit with a sack and I'll tell you what, I'm thinking about really seriously taking him again this week against, I think it's Washington. 
It is, yeah, Washington, yeah. Right, so I'm looking hard on that line again uh, because he's actually been able to produce, especially when the matchup is really favorable. But back on topic. No, no worries, no worries. Um, But, yeah, I mean, great game for Bynum. But, uh, yeah, everyone else, you know, nothing out of the ordinary here except they got destroyed. That's it. Yeah, and don't chase Bynum's numbers. Right, they're super sporadic, yeah. Uh, all right, that's the Vikings. Moving on to the Steelers, T.J. Watt, 82% of snaps, so he's starting to get to that uh, normal playing time. He did have a pick, but uh, no sacks, I believe, so that's that. 62% of snaps for Miles Jack this week. That's down a little bit. And Mika Fitzpatrick was able to play and play his usual snaps after an appendectomy. Thoughts on the Steelers? Really hope they go ahead and give Jack back his full-time gig here soon. You know, I'm not sure what they're playing for, so but they're getting spieling in there, and it's also affecting Bush's snaps, too. That's about it, though, for the uh, Steelers. Everyone else was normal playing time, you know, close to normal production. So let me tell you about WinBet. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards on WinBet. Be on the lookout for the WinBet Win Hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. During WinBet Win Hour, marquee games of the week will have better odds on WinBet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100 free bet. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head on over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash WinBet so that they know we sent you. At sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. This offer is subject to change, terms, and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. NFC, AFC South. Starting with the Bucks, who were on by, so I got nothing. <laughs> I think it's a possibility that we see Edwards and the Winfield combination get back to normal like they were before Winfield got hurt. And they've been reaching out and they've been holding on or keeping an eye on him. If he doesn't get it done this week, you might as well just kind of move on because he's kind of lost that high DB1 ceiling. And then the other one would be watch Hicks. Keem Hicks is back. And I think that uh, he might have some production coming his way too, but that's more of a wait and see and, more of a deeper, darker, degenerate type league thing for defensive tackle position or something. No doubt. And I think you got a great point. We're, we're going to know if that role went back to what it was for Edwards this week because it's the Browns in town, right? If, right. He's, if, if, he's, if he's doing that more closer to the line of scrimmage, box safety type stuff he was doing early in the season, we'll know. Right. Hopefully that's what we see too. Yeah, no doubt. So we'll keep an eye on that. But beyond that, we'll see what happens for the Bucks. Heading over to the Colts, where without uh, Darius Shaq Leonard, it was Franklin, it was Okariki, and it was everyone playing their normal snaps. Did you see anything out of the ordinary with the Colts this week? I'm going to give the uh, ho-hum strong safety report. Julian Blackman actually produced. 
or you actually got more snaps. One of the two. I can't remember what it was. It still didn't amount to anything. Keep looking. Good God. What a waste of a position. Good luck. Yeah, it kind of just sucks, right? <laughs> yep. But uh, that's okay. That's the Colts. Uh, everything's where it should be. Everyone's playing what they should be playing. That's what we're looking for. That's good. We'll take stability. That's good. Falcons, where we do not have stability. We have Michael Walker losing 26% of snaps this week to Tyler Anderson. Walker, 74%. Anderson, 35%. Rashawn Evans, 100%. And A.J. Terrell, back from injury, 100% of snaps at corner. Let's talk about the linebackers. Do you feel like Walker's being phased out for Anderson because they know their season's swirling the toilet? Yeah, probably to give Anderson some playing time, you know? I mean, I was actually kind of shocked. I looked a couple of weeks ago, um, I believe, just like, we, we know PFF is not the end-all or be-all, but he had like an elite grade going or a really great grade going at the beginning of the season than he did last year in his, in his uh, spotty play when he got a chance. But now it doesn't look so hot the last I looked. So I do believe they're just giving Anderson his, his due and giving him his play time. Uh, it's going to be interesting. They're going to have to make some decisions next year if they're if they're going to bring Evans back, which has done a good job. He's still youngish, and he has also been in this uh, uh, scheme before and had familiarity with them, and that's why he's there now. But they got to make a decision next year. I'm not sure Walker's only in his third year, fourth year. Right, right. He's young, and and you got a good point there. Um, this this situation and the Jags we're about to talk about with uh, Devin Lloyd, like th- these are not good because Walker and Devin Lloyd have been two guys that we've relied on basically the entire year, and now their snaps are going the wrong way right before playoffs. <laughs> and it doesn't necessarily mean anything for Dynasty, you know, but you got to look at the team scenario and everything. But what it does is shoot IDP managers in the foot right before the playoffs. Luckily, though, we do have some fill-ins. They might not be the highest quality filled ins, but there's some potential out there to go ahead and get by. Yep. And you know what? A great example on that. I, so I, I just shook in Michael Walker and waivers today in one of the leagues where I got him for Alex Singleton, whose snaps are going the other way. They're going up instead of down. Right. At least in the nice thing about Alex Singleton, if you say the guy only gets 50 snaps, he gets a, he gets a tackle every third snap. <laughs> right. He's insane like that. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he just continues to do it. So he's just as secure as anyone out there at the moment. Yep. So, yeah, we'll definitely keep an eye on this. We'll let you guys know what happens this week. Just keep that in mind, though. Walker snaps are not going the right way. Let's head on over to the Jaguars. They were on by this week, so we've got no new issues. We do have one old issue, though, which is Devin Lloyd's snaps going in the wrong direction. We'll let you know what happens after this week. If you're in a deeper league and you have the space, it's maybe not a bad idea to add Chad Muma just in case this old switch switcheroo does happen. Basically, I'll help out the uh, Lloyd fans and tell you that uh, Muma doesn't look that good right now. Yep. Yeah, I hope they just don't uh, split it down the middle. That's the worst thing that could happen. I like Trevon Walker. Of course, I like a lot of his matchups, a lot of weak for the rookie. I'm, I'm kind of pulling for this guy, uh, this, this untalented, skillless, just – beast of a man apparently uh i think josh allen actually took a hit too it doesn't matter though we wouldn't have noticed an idp box score or nothing that's true so more to be revealed with devin lloyd and the jags we'll circle back next week just proceed with caution if you're rolling him out this week panthers jeremy chin was back 
played 100% of snaps, had 10 combined tackles. Thoughts on that? Nice to have somebody come back, play a full game, and do what we expected, wasn't it? I mean, really? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Chen. Thank you, sir. Yep. yep. I mean, rock and roll. Yeah. So, hey, waiver wire safety if you need it, no doubt. He's he's not a waiver wire guy. He's a you know top 10 safety, but he's been gone all year, so it's good to yeah, have him back. That standard league, did you find Chen in and you go get him? You hit IDP gold there, so I can imagine him being in a deeper format. Those guys done had that dude on IR scarfed up weeks ago or something. As soon as he started sniffing that Chin was coming off the IR. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But, yep, those shallow leagues, you need a safety. Yep. Jeremy Chin, absolutely. Beyond that, uh, Shaq Thompson, 100% of snaps. Frankie Luvu, 97% of snaps, so we're looking good there. And then with uh, Dante Jackson on IR, it was C.J. Henderson and J.C. Horn playing pretty much every snap. So that's the new corner situation. Anything else on the Panthers? I like that matchup for those two corners. So let me ask you this. I suggested both of them could be waiver wire pickups based on their, their matchup. Out of the Who, two, would you trust more? Horn? Uh, oh, yeah. Horn. Who do they got this week? Broncos. Yeah, Horn. Horn, for sure. Yeah. But Henderson actually had like... Correct me if I'm wrong. He had a ton of tackles last week. Let's see. Yeah, actually, I leaned Henderson in my SGPN article here. Yeah, yeah. So, okay, so here's how I'd play it. Horn is more likely to have a splash play, but Henderson will have the better tackle floor. And that, that's just the nature of the beast thing, right? Like, if you're the opposing quarterback, who are you going to target? You know what I mean? We're rocking and rolling, splitting the hairs. Beautiful. Uh, all right, so that is the Panthers. All right, Texans, where it was more of the same. So Christian Harris, 100% of snaps. Jalen Petrie, 87. Jonathan Owen, 76. That's not great. And then Desmond King was back in our lives because Derek Stingley was ruled out at corner. Let's talk about the safeties, though. Petrie's been hovering around 87 for a month now. Owen's down to 76. That ain't good. But, yeah, he keeps producing. So I, yeah. I'm not really sure what to say about that. It's not the extreme of Alex Singleton, but I, Owens is hes more DB2 with upside, and his ceiling keeps landing at low low DB1-type numbers. They're knocked down the board a little bit as a, as a tandem. You, you can't trust them as much. I, I was just going to mention if I've got a team that I'm not going to the playoffs for in Dynasty and I'm looking to get rid of a few guys, and I can shop them around to some guys that might be in the playoffs. I, I'm definitely moving on from Harris, Kirksky, and Hughes. Hughes is just he's he's old. This has been an outlier kind of season for him. Cool. Even if he did come back next year with Houston and perform again, I, I think that I would rather still have maybe a rookie pick. And you know I'm not a, a pick guy. So I'd just go ahead and get that value now. You're not going to miss it long term in a dynasty. And I think Kirksky's about done. And I don't think, you know, Harris has just shown that he can even is going to be capable of taking on running an NFL defense. Get him on the trade block. Get him out there. Uh, good dynasty owner isn't sitting idle right now. Absolutely. Yep. You can send out the offers. They don't know what you'll do until you do it. So good points there. Okie dokie, Saints. So another week without Pete Werner, which means another week of Caden Ellis, 92% of snaps and another massive box score. And this guy is designated a defensive end in some places. How crazy is that? Mm -hmm. 
gave a little blurb about him and uh, Peyton last week. I mean, I wasn't expecting Granderson to get a shot like he did. I mean, but um, actually on paper, I, I liked him a little bit better than Turner coming into uh, the situation. I wrote about them last week. It's just a coincidence, I guess, dumb luck, but they were both dynasty options for people to stash. Yes, sir. So, yeah, uh, Granderson did see a bump, 77% of snaps with no Cameron Jordan this week. And then uh, just a reminder, if Pete Warner does not go again this week, it'll be Caden Ellis, monster game, monster snaps. So uh, keep that in mind. Just don't chase Granderson's points from last week unless unless Cameron Jordan's out. Good call. Good call. Yep. Titans. <laughs> we were talking about this on Thursday. Andrew Adams did play 98% of snaps. He just didn't do anything with them. <laughs> hey, you know, he was out there all over the place. It wasn't just us. And this is, again, fantasy football gods took a shit right in the middle of our right in the middle yeah, of our living room. Yeah, yeah. Party, do whatever it was. But either way, I mean, he should have 100% of the snaps again this week. Yes, sir. He's been good beyond that, so I still trust him. You know, also, David Long was back to 100% of snaps. That was an injury thing, so he's looking good. Uh, anything else on the Titans? How have we lost, like, uh, Rashad Weaver? Is he – was he Houston? I, I did see his – yeah, no, that that's uh, uh, Titans. I saw his snaps were down. He only played – he only had 29 total snaps, so that's probably – I think they were down last week, too, to tell you the truth. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Maybe stick him on a deep bench for a dynasty stash. We don't really know what's going on there. Uh, there's no real rhyme or reason that I've seen. The guy was actually playing very well, so I'm not really sure what, what's going on, but does anybody? Yep, I'm with you there. Very strange. So I, I added him in all 22 where there's a snap limit. They need to play 30 snaps a week to qualify and give mm. you like points. He only had 29, so I just blasted him out the airlock because I can't use him. <laughs> right. Well, he should be available because it's probably not going to have some big turnaround unless there's been some, like, family issues or something we just don't know about. We'll see how what he plays coming up and then uh, see what's happening because he definitely had some appeal. The IDP Pro Players Pod is also presented by IDPGuys.org, where managers and fans can further fear fantasy football knowledge into the depths of dynasty, individual defensive players, super flex, and beyond. That was IDPGuys.org, where they do way more than just defensive football. Don't forget, for Thanksgiving, we're going to have a free roll here. If you like Super Bowl squares, you're going to love what the degenerates got going on for Thanksgiving. Our friends at Play Action Pools have set us up with a football bingo contest for Thursday's football slate. It's simple to join and free to play on the SGPN app. Once you enter, you'll see your own unique bingo card on your screen. Whenever a touchdown is scored on Thursday, check your card to see if you have that player. If you do, check the box. And if you get bingo, you'll get 100 bucks in cash and a $100 SGPN gift card. That is good stuff. AFC, NFC, East, and Gary. How about them Cowboys? How about them Cowboys? It's what a win. I can't help but notice that the Giants get the living shit kicked out of them. The Cowboys destroy Minnesota, and the Dallas sucks promo's gone. Well, yeah. what are you going to do? Coincidence? Yeah, I'd say so. Wouldn't you? <laughs> right? Right? 
Yeah. Hey, man, you got to give them kudos. I like the matchups for this unit, too. It was really interesting when I was doing the app. If you look back at their first meeting, you don't want to play Parsons. You don't want to play Vanderish. You want to, you do want to play Ar, uh, Armstrong and Lawrence. So there was five, oh. five sacks that game, I believe it was. And Lawrence had three of them. Armstrong won. I can't oh. remember who the other miscellaneous one went to. Maybe Fowler Jr. Yeah, yeah, Dante Fowler, I think it was. Fa- yeah. Fowler, Fowler. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but you do want to play these safeties too in this matchup. Uh, and with that, how I came across that is that's how the numbers come up for these guys. It dawned on me, well, wait a minute, these guys have played. I remember there was this big sack game. Let me go back and look. And I looked at all those guys' numbers and it fell right in line. So I, I, who might argue with that? If you've got Parsons, I mean, he's a, he's an elite dude, but if you've got another stud or if you got somebody equivalent and you, you can get by with them, it might be a good week just to sit Parsons. So you got a good point there. D-Law, Demarcus Lawrence, has teams he traditionally does better against. The Eagles and the Giants are two of them. I don't know why. I don't know what that has to do with anything, but it's true. And Lawrence went down in snaps last week, but, I mean, uh, wasn't he, like, nursing something? But even if he wasn't, it doesn't matter. It was a beast, and this is a divisional contest, so Lawrence should see his nice complement of snaps. He's not questionable. Yeah, I did see a Q tag, but you know who knows. We'll see what happens. Um, right. Plenty of pass rush if he can't go, but hopefully. Oh, then we'll just pivot to the side because I like Sam Williams, man. He's kind of he's got a little bit of umph him, and he got a little bit more playing time. Uh, so if Lawrence is out, hey, it's somebody to watch for an audition next year. So we got that coming Thursday. Beyond that, uh, a lot of guys got rest in this game because it was over by halftime. Uh, safety breakdown was J. Ron Curse was the safest at 100%. Donovan Wilson, 95%. Malik Hooker, 51%. I don't know how much we can take from this game, though, because it was over at halftime. A lot of these guys sat out the fourth quarter. So we don't know what it would look like if it were an actual competitive game. But from what we've seen all year, Curse is the safest guy, and that's all we know. That's about it for the Cowboys. Normal, everything else for everyone else. Let's move on to the Bills. They also play Thursday. They got the Lions. Uh, Tyrell Dodson came in for Edmonds, which is weird because it was Bernard, I believe, before that. They must have seen Dodson fill in for Milano and really liked what he could do because he got the start this week for Edmonds, played 100% of snaps, had a monster game, and Bernard only played 7%. Thoughts on that? I had seen a blurb that Dotson was going to get to start the, that time. So uh, maybe we didn't cover that last week. Um, I still like Bernard long-term, like dynasty option to replace Edmonds next year when they can't afford to pay him. Uh, I mean, realistically, you either pay Edmonds and give him a big old raise for, you know, the next four or five years, what he deserves, or you can give Poyer what he gave him last year and you get Poyer another year and give uh, uh, Bernard a shot in there by Matt Maloney he's under contract but i mean you gotta like dodson too i mean he's a good steady veteran for him and he, he definitely filled in and got the box score done too so that was interesting uh beyond that poyer was back this week played 100 percent of snaps so that was good and then aj epinesa was injured only played eight percent of snaps so uh the depth on the pass rush is really starting to get thin yeah and that was a shot in the foot for those ones that were Telling people to pick up FC, I mean, yeah, the guy went down with injury, so that didn't help. But 
it would have been a rotation. I'm still seeing that, man. I, I got to tell you, remember me complaining last week about waiver wire suggestions? Mm-hmm. Man, I've seen Sports Illustrated level and terrible waiver wire suggestions for this week, man. Just names, just just names that produced last week. You got to watch your, your resources, folks. Just because they were produced last week, we keep repeating that. It's just irritating to see it at such a high level. It's not good for our industry. Pisses yeah. me off. Oh, I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. But uh, all we can do is put out the good info and hope it gets to the right people. Yeah. All right. That was the Bills. Uh, moving on to the Commanders, who won yet again this week. They are a different team with Heineke, that's for sure. Uh, Holcomb did not play again. It was Jamin Davis with 100% of snaps stepping up. That's normal. We've seen that. It was John Bostick stepping into Jamin Davis's spot with 75%. That's normal. We've seen that. Chase Young was activated but did not play. He will play this next game for sure. Or like for sure, for sure. And uh, Derek Forrest played 100% of snaps as third safety. I'm not playing Young this week. <clears throat> if he plays, I, I'm, I'm going to skip it if I can. Hopefully, I mean, unless you really need that upswing, uh, yep. he's definitely capable of doing that, but there's no buys. I'm hoping you still, he probably didn't get you here. Give him a warm up game. I'm buying into this forest thing. I think that he could be a decent play going forward, but it does worry me. What happens when Holcomb comes back? Will that make an adjustment based off of what they have going on with Davis and Bostic right now? Mm. Uh, but I'm not concerned about that this week. No, you do raise a good point there. So it'd be one thing if everyone was healthy, their rotation was, you know, if if this happened on like Minnesota, I'd be like, okay, this is safe. But it's on Washington where Mm -hmm. we've got guys that are injured. It's not their normal starting lineup. So it's not set in stone. It's right. It's risky. And don't play Holcomb his first game back either. That that's, you just don't do that. It's time for the playoffs. Right, because re-injury is a huge risk. Uh, we saw that with Mike Williams on the offensive side this week. People were waiting months for that guy. They plug him in right away, and, you know, right away he re-injures the same injury, and he's gone, and you just lost that guy. Right. You know, play someone else, actually get some points, and make sure he's okay first before you do it. Right. We just got done talking about Rodriguez a little bit earlier. You know, the guy played, but he only played 37% of the snaps, half of what he normally would. And they already said Chase Young is going to be on a pitch count for, for right. this one. So, you know, not good. Yeah, they'd be crazy not to. they got a lot of money and future invested in Chase Young. That is true. Dolphins were on by. So I got nothing. You got anything? Not at all. Kidoki Eagles signed Ndamukong Sue and Linval Joseph after they got absolutely gashed in the run game by the commanders the previous week. Those two guys barely played, so not they, they were IDP stars in the past, but they're old farts now, so don't touch them. You're talking 17 and 35% of snaps, if I remember correctly. That's not enough, especially at defensive tackle, so stay the hell away. <laughs> and that's it. That's uh, that's all I saw. Nothing else. Anything else for you, Eagles? Uh, I like the uh, matchup for Gardner and Epps this week. Yeah, Gardner's been red hot. So yeah, yeah. he's going to be red hot again this week. But I think yep, he could probably repeat last week's uh, performance. All right, so that's the Eagles. Jets, Quincy Williams, 65% of snaps. Quan Alexander, 56 so nothing new there. Jermaine Johnson, 37%. He's only been back a couple weeks. It's getting there. But, uh, man, that's not as much as I was hoping. 
there's no reason to rush him back. He was he was having a good season up until the injury. Yep, we'll keep an eye on it. Uh, we'll circle back on them. Uh, moving on to the Giants. So Jesus, Giants got shredded in the secondary. Dory Jackson injured, gone four to six weeks. I think it was Darnay Holmes or Fabian Morrow. One of them also got concussed and knocked out. Dane Belton only played 58% of snaps. I think he was injured. I, I don't know. Jason Pinnock also played at safety, whoever the hell that is. What is going on? This whole defense is turning into a situation where the only one that I have any real interest for the rest of the season is just love. Yep. And the two defensive tackles, Williams and Dexter right. Lawrence. Yep. And they those two have a hell of a matchup. Other than that, uh, I'm not going to suggest belt. Yeah, same, same. If it's not love and it's not the two DTs, I'm not into it. I hear you. Yep. And I think at this point, we can just wave goodbye to Tay Crowder. Yep. I'm with you on that, too. I, I was playing Adoree Jackson. He would, he had been red hot, but uh, yeah, he got, I actually, I was at that game. I saw the play where he got lit up on a punt return. It was why you've got Adoree Jackson. I get it. He's a talented athlete, but he's also your most important cornerback and you got him back there returning punts. Like what kind of drugs are you doing? But it is what it is. We'll circle back on the Giants next week and move on to another equally frustrating, if not more frustrating team in the Patriots where the only guys we give a shit about are Kyle Duggar, who did play 90% of snaps this last week, and Matt Judon, who played 82%. Thoughts on any of that? Oh, yeah, you keep forgetting about my guy, Wise. Man. Oh, that's right. I do like Dietrich Wise, too, yes. yeah. He blew it up. He, and I'm sure he played a ton, too. He's been playing a ton all year. Him and Judon, whenever that edge matchup's there, those guys are definitely got their upsides. Yeah, no doubt. Yep, so that's true. So there are three guys on the Patriots. I, I stand corrected. And they're fading out. Adrian Phillips, they've done it for the last two, three weeks. Um, I think he just hit his low point this past week. If you've been holding out hope for some reason, yeah, I think it's time to move on, at least for the rest of this season. Fact. The National Breast Cancer Foundation reports that a woman is diagnosed with breast cancer every two minutes. And we already know finding new innovations in research, surgical options, and clinical trials is essential to finding a cure. And to all those fantasy football ladies that may be listening, we also know with early detection your survival rate goes up. And that's why breast self-exams are very important, and the best way to give your old girls their best fighting chance to win the championship. So, with all that being said, the fellas here at the IDP Pro Players Pod would like to remind everyone, the National Breast Cancer Foundation does take donations, so please... Go and give what you can, and let's give our mothers, our wives, our sisters, and every woman, the support, the resources, and maybe even more importantly, the hope, by knowing we all really do care. All right, and hey, make sure you are subscribed on YouTube to IDP Guys. We're only 200 subscribers away from the 1,000 mark on YouTube, and they're giving away a signed JSA certified jersey at the 1,000 subscriber mark and i know who the jersey is it's nicobe dean so that's pretty awesome yeah that's a good one right yeah and it's the uh nice green jersey too i like Ooh, it that's a good color so yeah, yeah, yeah. Head, head on over to idpguys.org backslash contest to find out how you can enter up to nine entries per user all right let's hit the cardinals so this game just happened i did not get the notes in so i've got nfl jesus signed up I don't see anything, or it's fired up, excuse me. 
I don't see anything out of the ordinary here. What I do see is a bunch of guys that rested in the fourth quarter because they're getting the living shit kicked out of them. (laughs) (laughs) Sum it up other than that, right? Yeah, yeah. so nothing out of the ordinary. (laughs) Broncos, where we do have some movement. So Josie Jewell, 100% of snaps. Singleton, up to 65%. So that was interesting. But then the other thing, Jonas Griffith to IR. So there's, there's no competition there. We saw the week before... Singleton had passed Jonas Griffith in playing time and was on his way to displacing him. Now it's over. Griffith is gone. So yeah. it's all Singleton's job. How interested are, are you in that? Well, I could tell you, I've seen a lot of instances over the 20 some years of doing this or whatever it's been. When you see a guy slowly decrease within a few weeks in snap counts and he kind of gets shuffled down and all of a sudden he's on IR. Mm. I just, uh, you know, it was a it was a good Cinderella story last year. Just kind of let it go, keep an eye on them, and we'll see what next year brings. And, uh, yeah, Singleton is a hell of a wave wire linebacker. Anyone that had him for his 20-plus tackle game earlier this season already knows that. His tackle efficiency is freaking insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what else can you say about it? He's an outlier. Yeah, he's an outlier. So this is great. This is great news for Singleton. Fire him up. Anything else on the Broncos? They got Baron Browning back. Not excited. Come on, Randy Gregory. Show yourself. Get off IR and do something. That's what I'm saying, man. We need Gregory back for sure. Yeah, I just want to see something. Yep. So uh, that should be coming soon. I I, I did see his pro- he has a projection next week. Not this game, the one after. So he should be coming soon. That is the Broncos. Moving on to the Rams. I didn't see a damn thing. Another normal week for the Rams. You got anything? Yeah, Ernest Jones, he uh, had nice snaps, but the production wasn't there. It's like the first time he's really kind of not been on par with the matchup strength. That is true. Uh, Beyond that, I didn't see anything for the Rams. Normal playing time, normal week. Chargers, Kenneth Murray dropped to 43% of snaps. I don't know if that's because he was injured or I I do know he sucks. So that's what I'm guessing. (laughs) All right. So looking good there. And as we mentioned in previous episodes, Bosa will be back mid-December, they're saying. We'll keep an eye out for that. Moving on to the Seahawks. They were on bye. So no issues there. I'm a little bit concerned. All of a sudden, we had Bruce Irvin out of nowhere. He popped up with like the majority of the snaps. I don't think he produced. It's kind of the same old Bruce Irvin. But, I mean, this guy's got to be for like 45. <laughs> he has been around for a while, yes. <laughs> right. This out of the blue has really hurt uh, Nuwasu. Maybe a guy to stash, but he looks droppable. Uh, probably see what happens with Bruce Irvin. And, again, of course, Bruce has to last more than two contests, too. Yeah, we'll, we'll circle back on that. I, I hope not because uh, Nuwasu has been excellent all season. We finally got some kind of an edge rush play out of Seattle. What they do? Ah, took a shit in the middle of the room, right? <laughs> Love it. Yep, you got that right. Uh, all right, so that is the Seahawks Chiefs. Nothing except uh, Willie Gay, 82% of snaps. Frank Clark back from suspension, I believe. Yeah, he was. We didn't he notice was. in the box score, but he was back. Well, I mean, status quo. Status right, quo. right, right. He didn't do anything, but he's back, so normal. Uh, Willie Gay keeps uh, rolling. I like him yep. again this week as a nice, well, he's got LB1 appeal, to tell you the truth, but probably safer to say LB2. Yeah, yeah, he's been productive, no doubt, so that's looking good. 
Uh, 49ers are a mirror image of the Cardinals this week for opposite reason. They kicked the shit out of the Cardinals, so they got to rest all their starters in the fourth quarter. Eyes on Drake Jackson, the rookie. He got like 60% of the snaps. He didn't produce anything, so a lot of people aren't going to notice that, but that's a huge boost for him. I'd be interested to see if that continues to happen dynasty-wise, just an eyes-on thing. And then last but not least, Raiders. Denzel Perryman being healthy this week. The breakdown for linebacker is as follows. Jayon Brown, 97% of snaps. Denzel Perryman, 69% of snaps. Nice. And then Luke <laughs> Masterson. Luke Masterson, just 5% of snaps. So Masterson's the odd man out. Perryman's got the second inside linebacker role. We, we've ran into this before. Sometimes when you get a unit that's just been so drama-filled the whole entire time, you just don't give a shit. Yeah, you know, at least J.M. Brown's a waiver wire option for people. Mm. That that's legit. Perryman's far more risky. Andy's made of glass. He gets injured all the time, so I'd probably steer clear of that. Yeah, uh, my your hottest target has Max Crosby. Oh, he's been incredible. Yeah, yeah. No, another you, monster game for him this last week. Yep, I'd be I'd be willing if I was in a dynasty league and I thought that the guy would be crazy enough. I'd probably give him whatever he wanted for Max Crosby. I'm with you on that. He's been great. That's it. That's the last one. So, hey, everyone, don't forget, join the SGPN Thanksgiving free roll. Everyone who hits a football bingo in our contest will get 100 bucks in cash and a $100 gift card to the SGPN store. That is exclusively on the SGPN app. Gary, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Uh, actually got a brunch, got a dinner. Oh, believe it or not, this is a special dinner for us this year, how it's worked out. Me, my son, and my wife, we're going to go get Chinese, maybe in our pajamas. Hey, happy Thanksgiving and happy holidays. Yes, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. We'll catch you next week. Good luck.